This is the Only in Miami show, sponsored by Morningside Mortgage Corporation of Bay Harbor Islands. Tonight's show is hosted by Grant Stern. Find out more about our sponsor at www.morningsidemortgage.com. That's www.morningsidemortgage.com. Miami Show, and I'm your host, Grant Stern. You can find me on Twitter at Grant Stern and everything about the show at www.onlyinmiamiradio.com. News, politics, culture, and more. Check it out at onlyinmiamiradio.com. And we're here with you live. If you're stuck in traffic, kick those shoes off, relax, and stay tuned because we have a great show planned for you tonight. Tonight is our Politics Detox edition of the Only in Miami show. If you guys are frequent listeners, you know that we do a lot of politics. We also love to cover culture, arts, and what's happening around town. Uh, A lot of coverage with the book fair. And I feel like we've been really focused on politics for the last several months. So we're going to change the pace and we're going to speak with some great guests and tell you a little bit about what's happening in town. For starters, we have Angela Shlyakoff. She has a large-scale art installation and a lot of things going on to talk about. Uh, So just, you know, she's going to start the show. Then we have uh, the head of MOCA, the Museum of Contemporary Art, up in North Miami. They just hired a new executive director, and she is going to be joining us live on the program in a little bit. We'll be speaking with Chana Sheldon. Then at the end of the program, we're speaking with Jose Elias, the head of Community Arts and Culture, a nonprofit that puts on a lot of the best local music and world music in South Florida, and he runs the Afro Roots Fest. We're going to be talking with him about the many venues because Afro Roots Fest is celebrating their 20th anniversary with 20 shows. That's right, 20 shows. So we're going to be featuring music from the Afro Roots Fest throughout today's episode And I hope you enjoy it. If you want to find out more about it, you can check them out at www.afrorootsfest.com. They have uh, events coming up at Books and Books in Coral Gables on Aragon Avenue. Uh, They're going to be playing in Jupiter, which is uh, Palm Beach at Guana Bananas. And they also have events coming up in Isla Mirada, the North Beach Band Shell, and in Key West. So if you're interested in world music, uh, this is a big treat. And if you're just interested in hearing new music, this is an even bigger treat. So stay tuned tonight. But this is part of the program where I get a few minutes to speak directly with you, the listening audience, about issues of importance that impact us citywide and sometimes beyond. And tonight I would like to speak about a legislative initiative in the city of Miami that I disapprove of. There's a movement to take the Omni Community Redevelopment Agency and expand its borders to include the West Grove. Community redevelopment agencies are a particular animal, and they are created to cure slum and blight. These agencies have limited oversight because the city commissioners sit as the board of the agency. Then there's an executive director who carries out the, the will of the commission, 
But the chairman of the commission for the CRA, or the chairman of that CRA's board, usually has an inordinate amount of say in the executive's role. And these things are pretty much divvied up by district. Unfortunately, these are old devices. They're old tax districts, and they just aren't appropriate for all circumstances. In particular, the CRA is made for situations where you have a lot of property that is being lost to the county for taxes. Nobody wants it. It's derelict. It's blighted. It's slum. Literally, it has to be, the money is supposed to only be used to cure slum or blight, period. And they do it by land banking. Once they've bought enough land, they can sell, you know, whole blocks to make apartments and stuff like that. Well, in the West Grove, there is no slum or blight. In fact, uh, single family lots are going for a whole lot of money there. So there's no rationale. There's no economic rationale for expanding or even placing a CRA there. In fact, what it does is it can become a generator of poverty because it takes the money that that community is paying in taxes out of the general fund. And then the service providers in the city start seeking money from the CRA instead of the general fund. And ultimately, you're declaring that this area is slummed and blighted. I mean, think about what that says. Come invest in our slum and blighted West Grove area. Right now, there's already private investment there, and there's no shortage of it. That is not the issue. These agencies are just there to keep people from abandoning lots, because really that is what happens. The lots would be abandoned in places like uh, Overtown, where the Southeast Overtown Park West CRA, uh, you know, exists. So all I'm saying is it's bad public policy. I know that there are ways to do these things that, uh, you know, they're private. I mean, there's a lot of things that can be done with private agencies, private entities. Unfortunately, this is a circumstance where we just need to see good policy enacted on the city level. And frankly, the CRAs that exist in downtown Miami, the Omni CRA in the Southeast uh, Park West Overtown CRA, uh, they need to be sunsetted. Their days, uh, they're, they're over. They're only used to create slush funds to do projects that are other than slum and blight, like the, the tunnel, uh, the, the tunnel for, I mean, l let's face it, the tunnel did improve the district, the Park West district, but it, it wasn't strictly slum and blight. Uh, it helps fund the Arsh Center. I mean, this is not a proper way to govern our city. We should use the general fund of our city and avoid these special taxing district CRAs because they're simply rarely properly used. And we'll be right back. This is the only in Miami show. to an artist from the 20th anniversary Afro Roots Festival on the Only in Miami show. This year's Afro Roots Festival has 20 events coming to a venue near you in the Keys, Miami, and Palm Beach County. For more information, go to afrorootsfest.com. That's afrorootsfest.com. Oh, 
talent, cosmic wars, straight from the source like a comet, sugar cube, blue lit and planet, no drink, no vomit, I'll be flying out the planet, shamanic manic, that kept dabbing with the cosmic dust, the time got lost, I don't even know what you want, I'm rush, back to the beginning, she had my head spinning, eating lunch, she's really good, you get any bitch, brasileira, sem paneiros, sabores, tambores, negros, a trip to Rio de Janeiro, I'm born, Welcome back. This is the Only in Miami show. And I'm your host, Grant Stern. You can find me on Twitter at Grant Stern and everything about the show at www.onlyinmiamiradio.com. News, politics, culture, and more. Check it out at onlyinmiamiradio.com. And we're back with Angela Shlyakov. And she's going to tell us about the Freedom Colors Project. Angela, thank you so much for joining me in the studio today. Thank you so much for having me here um, tonight, Grant. So the Freedom Colors Project. Um, I'm Russian. I'm a woman. We came back. Uh, we came from Russia in the 1970s. Um, I've loved culture. I have a lot of friends who are artists. I drive past the Freedom Tower in downtown Miami every night. I have a lot of, I'm in the cultural world. I work with um, Judy Drucker for the Great Artist Series. I have my own company called Angelica Productions where we promote young artists, young and emerging artists in new, new Miami neighborhoods and historical parks. The Freedom Colors Project is a project that we're working on that, um, gives freedom and um, artistic creativity to our local artists and will exhibit the project. We hope to exhibit it at the Miami-Dade County um, Community College uh, Freedom Tower and sure. other locales. So uh, yes. explain for our audience, yes. what, what exactly inspired you to what do inspired this project? inspired me is actually, like you, um, since we are politically um, involved, um, is um, the rhetoric of um, the president. He's like uh, Beetlejuice. You don't want to say his name three times. Right, right, right. So what inspired me is being an artist, uh, living in downtown Miami, seeing the beautiful Miami-Dade Freedom Tower um, being all lit up, um, having freedom for artists to create, Sure. Young Miami, uh, new neighborhoods, parks that have been ne neglected and not used. I am having a show on February 10th with my phenomenal friend and artist, Dina Aliyah, who is a visual artist. Uh, Max Santiago, who is an award-winning chef. Christine Jobson, who is a concert singer from the Frost uh, University of Miami School. Uh, Sarah Ruff, who is a violinist and pianist, also from the, the University of Miami. The Frost School of, of Music. Yeah. Yes, the Frost School of Music. So we're started, We're actually kicking off the historical Virginia Key Beach Parks Culture Series. Oh, okay. I mean, you, you have so many th things going on. You have the Great Artist Series. Yes, they do. Yeah, okay. Tell me about the, the Key Biscayne one. The Key Biscayne... Um, it's, it's an exhibit that we're doing. It starts on Saturday, February 10th. Christina Aliyah is our solo visual artist. Um, Max Santiago will be our award-winning pastry chef. And where will it be? It will be at Historic Virginia Key Beach Park. Okay. 4020 
Um, hold on. Oh, it's okay. You, you can flip through. I know it's. Uh... Yeah, it's a lot. Forty twenty Virginia Beach Drive. My friend, who I've known for over thirty years, um, Guy Fortune is the executive director of the Key Biscayne, um, Virginia Key Beach Park. Um, and we'll be having a fabulous show. It starts on February 10th. It's a free VIP event. It will go all month. Stina Leah's exhibit will go all month from February 10th to the 28th. So is there like a visitor center there? Uh, there is a visitor center there. And most importantly, they're building a museum. Uh, the oh, city okay. of Miami is building a museum in historical Virginia Key Beach Park. It's a gorgeous beachfront 82-acre park that has not had a lot of visitors that we are actually bringing to the forefront of Miami and we'll be having exhibits there. I'm also working on a Miami Marine seat, Miami Marine Stadium seat project. Oh, uh, hold on, hold on. Tell yes. us about that. Because okay. the, the Marine Stadium, yes. for those who don't know, the Miami Marine Stadium was built, I believe, in what, 62? In 63. 63. Mm -hmm. uh, and the architect, Hilario Candelo, right? Uh, it was one of his first projects. He was in his 20s. Now he's in his 70s, okay. and, and he's still involved in the restoration. Yes. But uh, it's it's a landmark. I mean, it's an architectural landmark. It is. Uh, I think there's, what, like one other marine stadium in the whole world? Probably. And this one is actually, I'm working with Don Worth, whose vision it was to... Oh, sure. He's with Friends of the Marine Stadium. That's right. Um, so he took out a hundred seats from the old Miami Marine Stadium, which for our listening audience had been painted over like graffiti, graffiti style, style yeah. right? And brought a lot of attention for the artists through oh, the yeah. graffiti. Great graffiti. Um, so he's pulled out a hundred seats, which are now historical. And my artists, who I work with, have actually picked up the seats and will be painting on them, creating art through them. And it's become a historical preservation project, which we hope also to exhibit once they're done at the Miami Marine Stadium. And Heineken is actually restoring the stadium, which is a phenomenal, quite phenomenal uh, undertaking. It is a phenomenal undertaking because the, the city, for those who are listening, if you're interested in Marine Stadium, uh, the city has been trying to revive the stadium now for I, I want to say four years. They have they have actually the last wanted, four years. Yes, but mainly the stadium kind of fell by the wayside after Hurricane Andrew. Yes, which they, was a very long time ago. Right, which right. which was a little bit crazy because the city tried to claim that it was a unsafe structure and derelict. Right, and uh, a world famous engineering company was hauled out. And they said, nope, it's in perfect shape, and the city wasn't allowed to knock it down. Thank goodness. Right. So I think we should, we're really, really excited about all these projects. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a, that's a great project. Yes. Yeah, so. I mean, tell our, tell our audience a little bit about the Great Artists series. If they haven't heard about oh. it, this is something that they need to know about. Okay. Tell them about the history of it, too. So this is not Judy, something you just started. Yes. So Judy Drucker, who started... Um, the Great Artist Series at Temple Best Shalom in 1963 um, has gone on to um, create the Concert Association of Florida. A very good year in Miami, 1963, right? Yes. Well, way before we were born, of course. Yeah. But yes, it is. Um, Judy uh, started in culture. She was a soprano. She sang back up to Luciano Pavarotti. Uh, they were friends for a very long time, and what Judy did as a woman back in the 60s and through now, I'd have to say, as being one of the biggest um, South Florida, actually the world promoters, she, um, what she's done is a huge task. She brought 200,000 people to the beach 
in the 80s by bringing Luciano Pavarotti on the beach. She uh, worked with Mikhail Baryshnikov. She worked with Zach Perlman. She worked with Richard Tucker, uh, Rudolf Nureyev. Um, what she's done is quite phenomenal. My um, boss and friend, the president of our great artist series, Mark Brin, um, who is a friend of hers and mine, um, we have revived the Great Artist Series, and actually she's being honored for her 50th year in the arts by the Hadassah Foundation, which is a 103-year-old uh, female volunteer um, foundation on February 20th at Williams, February 21st at Williams Island. And I'm the executive uh, director of um, the Great Artist Series. This all keeps you very busy. Do you it sleep? It does. I, I don't sleep. You know why I don't sleep? Because my phenomenal artist, who I'm very lucky, lucky to have, uh, paints until 4 o'clock in the morning and creates till 4 o'clock in the morning. And um, it's actually really exciting. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're going to let people know about it, you have to be up until 4 o'clock. I do. Morning, so. I do. Yeah. As do you. Congratulations to you and Christine on baby Layla. She's gorgeous. Thank you. Thank you. She's wonderful. Yes. She sure is. Uh, so, I mean, what's going on with the Artist Series? What's coming up the next? The Great Artist Series. We are trying to um, possibly work on a brunch series, a cultural oh, okay. brunch series with chefs um, in different areas and we're not just keeping it to, to Miami. We also would like to uh, fund underprivileged schools uh, create more culture for people who didn't have culture. I'm an immigrant. Um, I was lucky enough to attend most of Judy's events back in the 80s because she was honest, she was nice enough to uh, give tickets to the Jewish Federation, to the Russians, to the immigrants who came here in the, in the, late, eight, in the late 70s, the Mariel Boatlift people, um, all, all the people. So uh, we'd like to keep in that model and do the same thing for our community because we were lucky enough to actually to grow up in a cultured environment, and that's always been a passion of mine. So well, I, mean, how, I mean, obviously you, you dove head first, but, mm -hmm. but how did it first hook you in? Where did it uh, get My you? father, uh, Gabriel, who passed away um, on January 31st, 2007, um, was an artist. He was a photographer, he was a pretty well-known photographer. He uh, was an artist, he drew. Um, so I've been in that world since I was a child. I used to go to, um, on, and during the summers, I used to be there and uh, work with him in Color Lab of Miami and all of these places. So I've always been in the cultural world. I used to dance ballet um, in Odessa. I started when I was three years old. Um, so... You know, I've always been in the cultural scene. That's cool. That's okay. cool. I'll tell you what. Yes. We're going to take a very short break. Okay. And we'll be right back. This is the Only in Miami show. to an artist from the 20th anniversary Afro Roots Festival on the Only in Miami show. This year's Afro Roots Festival has 20 events coming to a venue near you in the Keys, Miami, and Palm Beach County. For more information, go to afrorootsfest.com. That's afrorootsfest.com.
Only in Miami Show. And I'm your host, Grant Stern. You can find me on Twitter at Grant Stern and everything about the show at www.onlymiamiradio.com. iTunes, Podcast, SoundCloud, and a whole lot more. Check it out at onlymiamiradio.com. And we're back with Angela Schleikoff. She's the executive director of the Great Artist Series and wears a lot of hats, a lot of hats. So, Angela, tell me about your event that's coming up in Little Haiti. It's the the jazz boot camp. Yes. So on March 10th, my solo artist, Christina Aliyah, will be showing her um, her solo um, show. March 10th is her 30th birthday. She's going to be exhibiting there. We're working with Muse 305, the Miami Urban Contemporary Experience in Little Haiti. Um, okay. Nicole Yarling is going, and her quartet will be performing. Uh, the JECC boot camp kids will be performing as well. So my model is for 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 my own company, Angelica Productions, and for the Great Artist Series is to have a mentor and a young adults um, mentoring program where the mentors, the the established, well known artists here who perform all the time, can mentor these young children um, okay. and create an, a, a cultural environment for them to performing right to, to learn right so uh it's march 10th it's march 10th muse 305 and where is that going to be at exactly that's in a little river i'll get you the address so maybe you could post it on your on your sure site. we'll post miami urban minutes. contemporary experience it's called muse 305 it's on biscayne boulevard if you go on biscayne South, if you're heading north, it's on 67th, 62nd Street and 4th Avenue. Oh, okay. So, so, so basically, if you're uh, if you're familiar with the area, it's in between uh, Edison Senior High School and Biscayne Boulevard, just off of Northwest 67th Street, and uh, well, actually, it's on Northeast 67th Street, but just off of I-95, and pretty much in between I-95 and uh, oh. Geez, it, uh, the browser crashed. Let me tell you the address here. If you want to go out there, it's muce305.org. That's M-U-C-E, muce305.org. And uh, do we have an address there? We oh, do. it's very well hidden. Very well Ashley hidden. Ashley Thompson and Bart Marville have been a part of the Little Haiti community for a very long time. It's a fantastic venue. Um, and I will get the invite to you guys Oh, absolutely. As well, soon you know, as we can. you're going to have to just go to muse305, M-U-C-E-305.org to find out a little bit more. You might have to contact them. And Angela, you know, I forgot to ask at the yes. end of the segment, but where can our audience, if they'd like to take this conversation sure. online after the show, sure. where can they go? They can contact me at Angela at Mark Bryn, M-A-R-K-B-R-Y-N.com. Um, anyone can email me uh, at any time. We also have the Great Artist Series uh, Facebook page. We have I have a Facebook page called Angelica Productions. Spell it all out. Yeah. Yeah. A N Z H E L I K A Productions, um, and that's where you guys can call me. Well, Angela, it's been a pleasure having Thank you on you. the program tonight. Thank yeah, you very yeah. much. Uh, you're, you're a pleasure. Uh, I love working with you. You're one of my favorite people. And I hope you, Christine, and Layla will attend all of our events. We will definitely try <laughs> to make it. And we'll be right back. This is the Only in Miami show.
para José yo te brinde mi amor No lo aprovechaste yo no sé por qué Pero ahora que todo, todo terminó me viene a rogar otra vez Pues tú nunca diste tu brazo a toser Y ser egoísta eso no es querer Mira cuántas veces yo te lo imploré Y tú me vienes a rogar otra vez You're listening to an artist from the 20th anniversary Afro Roots Festival on the Only in Miami show. This year's Afro Roots Festival has 20 events coming to a venue near you in the Keys, Miami, and Palm Beach County. For more information, go to afrorootsfest.com. That's afrorootsfest.com. <laughs> Te di mi amor y no lo cogiste, te lo vendiste porque quisiste. No sé por qué, por qué lo hiciste, María José, vendiste porque quisiste. Si el amor que tenía por ti ya se fue, lo vendiste porque quisiste. Mira, usted lo dijiste, tú no me oíste, lo vendiste porque quisiste. Y por tu pensamiento. Welcome back. This is the Only in Miami show, and I'm your host, Grant Stern. You can find me on Twitter at Grant Stern and everything about the show at www.onlyinmiamiradio.com. News, politics, our live stream, and more. Check it out at onlyinmiamiradio.com. And we are back with Chana Sheldon. She is the new executive director of the Museum of Contemporary Art, the MOCA up in North Miami. Chana, thank you so much for joining me on the program tonight. Thank you for having me here. It is my pleasure. So, Chana, tell our audience a little bit about the MOCA up in North Miami. And afterwards, we'll start talking about some of your plans for the, the your new role there. Sure. Uh, MOCA has been one of the most important institutions in South Florida for over three decades. Located in North Miami, we really are the home of art and culture in the city. So, what is your role Explain your role to our audience and what you plan to bring to the MOCA uh, now that there's new leadership and the MOCA is ready to move forward in 2018 and really uh, develop more programming. Sure. Well, I come to MOCA really believing that art and culture can transform lives and communities. MOCA, through its exhibitions and programming, has for decades been a key hub of cultural engagement for the local community and beyond. My focus as museum's new director will be to facilitate that engagement, foster connections between artists, the local community, and will actively engage in global dialogue and contemporary art about issues of our time. I come to MOCA with nearly two decades of professional experience in the arts. I worked with um, both nonprofit and commercial institutions. Okay. So... Are there any initiatives that that you are already preparing to start there? Is there anything that you're preparing to implement so that our audience can know what to look out for at the MOCA? Because it's uh, it's been a while since there's been very active leadership there. Sure. Um, You know, MOCA is known for provocative and innovative exhibitions and really seeking a fresh approach and examining the art of our time. I look forward to building on that history and that reputation. Right now, I'm hoping to announce some new programs in the coming year, Um, but I'm going to start by listening, listening to the artists, speaking with the community, and hearing and learning about the institutional history and what the community needs. The education and public programming of MOCA has always been so important and has impacted the community so well. 
and I really look forward to building on that. So how do you plan to leverage your your resume as a visual artist to enhance the mocha? Not, and also having some other disciplinary, uh, like it says in your resume here, you have some... Uh, you were in charge of Locust Project. Um, you know, how, how will that impact what's going on at the MOCA? Is there a certain crowd that you're looking to bring in that's not aware of the museum right now? Well, I was executive director of Miami's Locust Projects for eight years. And there I saw major institutional growth and oversaw over 70 exhibitions. And during that time, we worked with emerging artists, artists mid-career, um, and really big artists like the Astor Gates. Um, and okay. we were able to work with both the local community and artists from all over the world. And that's something I bring to MOCA, those relationships with the artists, um, exhibitions that are really able to immerse and connect with the community. Um, and really continue to build on MOCA's mission of bringing art to diverse audiences. So what, uh, can you tell our audience uh, what's currently happening at the MOCA, like what the current exhibition is? Sure. Um, well, we have a really great exhibition um, by a Swedish artist, and that will be up for just another week. But Friday, we have an evening of a number of events, uh, it starts with a yard bombing that will take place at 5.30 and include artists using knitted and crocheted graffiti art um, on our oh, yarn area. Oh, yarn bombing, yarn bombing. Yes. Okay, I was like, yard bombing. Okay, I'm trying to no, imagine No, yarn. <laughs> yes. No, no, it's really um, cool. Lots of fabrics outside, and everyone's welcome. And we also are opening a new exhibition called Fresh Threads that's curated by Gregory P Pierre-Louis, um, that's in collaboration with Fantastic Fibers Miami. And then later in the evening, we have our Jazz at MoCA. Tell us about Which it. we will certainly be continuing. Tell, tell us about that event. Um, it's this beautiful event where the community can come and sit outside on our plaza and enjoy free music Okay. Now, let's go back to the yarn bombing, because I love yarn bombing, but most people don't know about it. Tell our audience a little bit about uh, what that is, because it's, it's really fun. So yarn bombing is a crocheted and knitted version of graffiti street art. We have temporary, colorful, soft, organic. It offers artistic expression in a really soft form. Um, so artists have been working and knitting and will be installing their creations in the outdoor area. Well, it's it, not just soft, but it's also pretty colorful usually, right? Oh, super bright. Yeah. I mean, the first time I saw that, uh, I was, you know, I, I had never heard of this before. And then there was something that was in the Miami New Times called weed bombing, where people were going and, you know, graffiti painting all the weeds. <laughs> and, and, and that's when I found out about yard bombing as well. So they kind of like go out there and you know, whatever is around, they'll kind of encase in the yarn, and it's kind of neat. It's different. Exactly, and we've been working with young artists for this, so it's a really great way to give them the freedom of expression and the ability to show what they've been working on. So where, where do you find these young artists? Where, where are you working on the young artists from? Are they from schools? Are they from different artist groups? Uh, from local schools in the area. 
Okay, from North Miami schools. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, when is the museum open for people to actually go by? When, when is the best, you know, what are the best hours? You know, is there a free day? Tell our audience a little bit about the MOCA. MOCA is open six days a week, Tuesday through Sunday. Uh, hours range from 11 to 6 during the week, and we have later hours on Saturday evenings. Okay. And then is it paid admission? Is it free admission? Tell our audience a little bit about how all that works. Admission is free to North Miami residents. Okay. And fi- and five dollars for non-residents. And then you guys have Bank of America as well, right? card holders are able to visit for free. Okay, there you go. So if you're a, a Bank of America, is that only for credit card or account holders? Anybody with Bank of America? Account holders, yes. Okay, so anybody who has a Bank of America piece of plastic in your wallet, you get to go to the MoCA for free. Congratulations. North Miami residents, it's free. Everybody else, it's $5? That's right. That's awesome. So let's do this. We're going to take a very short break. Uh, But, Chana, can you give out the information for people to find out more about MoCA and to take the conversation onto the Internet if you've got some social media, Twitter account, or anything else? Absolutely. Please visit us at www.mokanomi.org or like us on our Facebook page. That's Museum of Contemporary Art, North Miami. Okay, that's www.mokanomi, M-O-C-A-N-O-M-I. Is that right, John? That's right. That's right. Fantastic. And we'll be right back. This is the Only in Miami show. year's Afro Roots Festival has 20 events coming to a venue near you in the Keys, Miami, and Palm Beach County. For more information, go to AfroRootsFest.com. That's AfroRootsFest.com. Welcome back. This is the Only in Miami show, and I'm your host, Grant Stern. You can find me on Twitter at Grant Stern and everything about the show at www.OnlyInMiamiRadio.com. News, politics, culture, and more. Check it out at OnlyInMiamiRadio.com. Well, it looks like we lost Chana for our last segment with her, but Angela is still in studio with us, Angela Schleikoff. Uh, thanks for b- coming on in, and thanks for sticking around. Thank you for having me here. So with the Great Artist Series on April 14th 
um, working with Steinway, Mark Brin and I are working with Steinway on a Judy Drucker 2018 piano uh, competition. Oh, that's uh, cool. Yes, Maestro Eduardo Martorette will be our head panelist. Last year we had the Judy Drucker Artist of the Year vocal competition. Um, Judy's friend and well-renowned um, Maestro Ramon Tabar flew in from Spain. He was the uh, our head panelist for that. This year it's going to be at Coral Gables and Steinway um, on April 14th from 11.30 to 2.30. Okay, so Coral Gables, Steinway, is that in, in downtown Gables? Yes, it is. Okay, okay. No, no, no. You know, it's, uh, listen, it's, uh, it's uh, how, wait. How long is this competition for? The competition will be, we are going to have 10 um, student pianists. pianists. Okay. And by student, I mean master's or doctorate or college level. Uh, college student. College student um, um, panel um, competitors. Okay. Sure. I will be writing a um, brief summary and an application and a repertoire. It'll be classical. I am hoping it will also be jazz or classical piano um um and that's writer. open to local residents it's or open everybody. to all stu all university students between ages of 20 to 29 from the tri-county um area miami dade miami dade county broward and palm beach okay and that's april 14th april 14th at steinway and coral gables so where can our audience Go to find out more. You guys don't have a website yet we on this? We do have a website. We are honing down on our repertoire for classical and hopefully jazz. It will be up in February on our Great Artist Series. And okay. I will bring you more information in a few weeks about that. So let's do this one yes. more time for our audience. For those who are listening earlier, you've got the Freedom Project. You've got several different projects. Yes. What websites should people know? If they'd like to find out more about these cultural events. Sure. Uh, uh, right now we're on Facebook at Great Artists Series, Angelica Productions, and the JudyDrucker.com site. So www.JudyDrucker.com. For my uh, young artists, it's Angelica Productions, A-N-Z-H-E-L-I-K-A Productions. That's for a February 10th show at the historical Virginia Key Beach Park. And uh, March 10th at Muse 305. All righty. We're going to take a very short break. Angela, thank you so much for joining thank me on the you. show again. And we'll be right back. This is the Only in Miami show. to an artist from the 20th anniversary Afro Roots Festival on the Only in Miami show. This year's Afro Roots Festival has 20 events coming to a venue near you in the Keys, Miami, and Palm Beach County. For more information, go to afrorootsfest.com. That's afrorootsfest.com.
welcome back. This is the Only in Miami show. And I'm your host, Grant Stern. You can find me on Twitter at Grant Stern and everything about the show at www.onlyinmiamiradio.com. News, politics, culture, and more. Check it out at onlyinmiamiradio.com. And we are back live with Jose Elias. He is putting together the Afro Roots World Music Festival their 20th anniversary, uh, 20th <laughs> anniversary edition is launching Friday, January 26th at Guanabananas Island Restaurant and Bar in Jupiter. Jose, thank you so much for joining me on the program tonight. My pleasure, Grant. Thank you for having me. So tell our audience a little bit about the Afro Roots World Music Festival and what inspired you to start this festival 20 years ago? Well, the Afro Roots World Music Festival is basically a celebration of the evolution of African culture in our community, uh, you know, ranging from uh, uh, all the Caribbean islands to South America and, of course, North America. We focus on music, obviously, and uh, we also bring in acts from from uh, uh, Africa as well, uh, which we've been doing for many years now. Uh, basically, uh, this was started 20 years ago as a tribute uh that I had that I had put together for the Sun Ra. I had seen a film called The Joyful Noise, and it inspired me so much that I put together this band called the Afro Polyphonic Space Orchestra, and that was a show we did at the uh, the, the late I should say the late Tobacco Road because it's no longer oh, around, yeah. um, unfortunately. Uh, and uh, but the, the the way it became a festival was. I was uh, in conversation with a colleague of mine who at the time was the marketing manager for uh, then uh, Wild Oats, which is, you know, was bought out by Whole Foods. And he's like, listen, you know, I got a little extra funds here. Let's go ahead and make this uh, a festival. Let's book a couple of other bands around this project that you're doing. And lo and behold, the, uh, the Afro Roots World Music Festival uh, came to fruition. So what are some of the venues, the other venues that you've played out uh, around in Miami? Like, what are some of the venues this year? What are some of the ones that you've played at in the past? Because you guys have, have... Well, in the past, we've we've done it at Tobacco Road. We did it for the first three years at Tobacco Road, actually. And then we moved it over to Mid-Beach area. I was working as an office manager at a uh, United Methodist Church uh, at the time. And they had an arts uh, program that was separate from the church that, you know, applied for grants. So for the next three years, after that, four, five, and six, we did it at, at this church. And we were able to get grant funds. And that's, that's what kind of led me to kind of convince me to, to start my own nonprofit organization, which now is the, the producer of the festival. Right, the, the Community um, Arts and Culture uh, nonprofit? Correct. That CAC. is correct, Yes. So, you know, we realized, wow, this has a lot of cultural viability, you know, things that we do with the music, uh, you know, ex- you know, doing the showcase of, of talent and all these different cultures is really well received. Uh, but again, focusing on underserved parts of the community and blah, 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 <laughs> that all came together. And, 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 uh, and that's how, you know, we, we've, We've done it at, at the church. We also did it at back then at I.O. We've done events at Blackbird Ordinary. Uh, we've done stuff uh, at the Moksha uh, Arts uh, Collective uh, uh, place in Little Haiti. We worked with Little Haiti Cultural Complex and, of course, the North Beach Band Show. Uh, 
where else have we done locally? Uh, yeah, I think I think that's pretty much uh, just of it. Uh, as far as this year goes, we're doing something to to kind of commemorate the the twentieth anniversary milestone. Right, this is going to be a little bit different this year. This is going to be Afro Roots World Music Festival goes viral in South Florida, right? But like in real life, <laughs> yeah, I guess you could say that. Yeah, we're we're, we're definitely in real life going viral. Real viral. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're we're expanding the reach up to Palm Beach County and then as far south as Monroe County into the Florida Keys. Uh, and awesome. basically, what we're looking to do is, you know, bring in the the festival to new markets which haven't been exposed to the festival before, and with the hopes of establishing new uh, relationships and of new new places to do events uh, related to the festival, that we could expand the reach. You know, for example, Wanabanas is a great place uh, for music, and they are definitely very supportive of what we're about. So they've decided to come on board as one of our community partners and support the festival. And basically, that's where we're going to kick things off this coming weekend. Right. So it's uh, Friday, January 26th at 9 p.m., no cover. Uh, legendary Haitian Roots artist San Bazao will be there, right? Correct. Yes. And then on Saturday, uh, the twenty seventh, you guys start at four p.m. with Cortadito, yes. and the Nog Champions will be headlining at nine p.m. All or no, uh, the the four o'clock one is an all ages show, right? Yes, that is correct. Mm-hmm. And then yes, uh, uh, the four o'clock all ages. Mm-hmm. And then what's the next local show for Afro Roots? Okay, then we're moving uh, down to South Florida. No, sorry, South Florida. We are in South Florida. Uh, we're moving it down to Miami-Dade uh, on February the 16th. Uh, we're doing a show at Books and Books, which has become another one of our community partners. That, that's uh, Books and Books in Coral Gables, 265 Aragon Avenue. Books and Books, right? That, correct, yes. And that's going to be with Electric Piquete. And then uh, February 28th, we're doing a show at the North Beach Band Show. Uh, tied into Food Truck Wednesday, which happens the fourth Wednesday of every month, with a group uh, called Grupo Barrio Ajo, which focuses on Afro-Colombian uh, rhythms and sounds. And then uh, beyond that, we have in March uh, another show happening March 23rd at Books and Books uh, with uh, Tomas Diaz and Sound Boutique, which is a new project of Tomas Diaz, you know, it's from the Spam All-Stars. Uh, sure. And then March 28th, back at the North Beach Band Show um, for uh, another round at the Food Truck Night with the 305 Street Band, which is a spectacular brass band that uh, uh, was put together uh, by David Burgos. Uh, he plays trumpet with Elastic Bond and okay. another gentleman. I forget his name now, but basically they're kind of like you know like a New Orleans style brass band, and they're going to be performing. March 28th, and those those are all free events. Uh, you know, they're they're all ages. Uh, and they're basically you know part of the road to Afro Roots, which uh, culminates April 7th at the North Beach Band Show uh, with the Sun Ra Orchestra and Morikeba Puyate. So those are the Miami Beach and Coral Gables and uh, Jupiter locations. What are the other locations going to be for this year that you guys have locked down already? Well, uh, well, like I mentioned, our main event show uh, here at Miami-Dade is the April 7th show with Sun Ra Orchestra and Morikeba Piate. And then 
We're moving it down to uh, the Florida Keys on April 28th. We have a show at the Morada Way Arts and Culture uh, District, which is in Isla Morada. Okay. Uh, we're going to do a show there, That's in presentation the upper keys. there, uh-huh, in the Upper Keys. Uh, then on May uh, 17th through the 19th, we're going all the way down to Key West, and we're doing a show May 17th at the Green Parrot with Tomas Diaz and Sam Boutique, and that's a free show. It's 21 and over. Um, and that's kind of like a kickoff to the rest of the festivities that we're doing down there. We're actually making it a three-day event uh, with a gallery opening uh, and lecture demonstration on, on Friday, May 18th, with Jude Papaloco, which is a fabulous Haitian artist. Um, and then uh, on May 19th, our main event show, which will feature uh, Papa Loco and Lorraine Mystique, a wonderful Haitian uh, roots band, and of course Morikeva Kuyate as the opener for that show down so, at the studios of Key West. The, I mean, it's so much. Uh, there's so many events going on. You guys are going to have 20 events. Where can our audience go online to find out more? Because uh, it, whether you're in the Keys, sure. whether you're in Miami Dade County, whether you're in Palm Beach, and you guys are going to be in Broward as well, right? Uh, I think so. I, I haven't checked on uh, any updates yet on on where we would possibly be because I am actually not coordinating a lot of the dates uh, now. I've passed that duty on uh, to someone else uh, to handle that. I'm just kind of like the guy who helps to curate the the talent and uh, and you know sign the check. <laughs> so but, uh, so where can our audience go online to find out more about? CAC about the the Afro Roots and about your band. Sure. Okay. Well, we have uh, communityartsandculture.org. Okay, that's so community that communityartsandculture.org. That's ah, communityartsandculture.org. What else? Correct. And then there's also afrorootsfest.com. So they can go to afrorootsfest.com, right? Yes. Correct. And uh, you want to give out any information about some of the projects that you're playing in? Well, uh, as far as my projects, which, you know, I work with the Spam All-Stars. You could always go to SpamAllStars.com. Uh, and uh, happy to say that I've been now uh, working with, with the Spam All-Stars as of this year for 10 years. Uh, and it's been a fabulous ride. I'm very happy to be part of that project. But as far as my own uh, productions, my own projects goes. There's Cortalito, of course, uh, which uh, if you go to Cortalito on Facebook, you look us up, uh, you could see a bunch of dates that we have lined up uh, from now until February. And then um, there's also the Knock Champions, uh, will be, which, of course, will be performing this coming Saturday, January 27th, and I believe we're playing February 25th at the Virginia Key Grassroots Festival as well in Virginia Key. Well, um, Jose, then, it's been a pleasure having you on the program tonight. I really appreciate you calling in. Oh, thank you, Grant. It's always a pleasure coming on and, and sharing information with, with your audience, with you and your audience. I appreciate you having me on. And thanks again, man. Appreciate and it. And we'll be right back. This is the Only in Miami show. Say, 
You're listening to an artist from the 20th anniversary Afro Roots Festival on the Only in Miami show. This year's Afro Roots Festival has 20 events coming to a venue near you in the Keys, Miami, and Palm Beach County. For more information, go to AfroRootsFest.com. That's AfroRootsFest.com. Welcome back. This is the Only in Miami show, and that is all the time we have left on tonight's program. But I would like to thank our three wonderful guests, Angela Shlyakov. You can find out more about what she's doing at JudyDrucker.com with the Great, Great Artist series. I'd like to thank Chana Sheldon from the Mo- Museum of Contemporary Art in North Miami. That's uh, Mocha Nomi, M-O-C-A-N-O-M-I. Org. You can check out a lot more about their stuff. And, of course, Jose Elias from the Community Arts and Culture Org. That's community cards, uh, communityartsandculture.org and afrorootsfest.com. That's all the time we have for tonight's Only in Miami show. We'll be back live next Monday night from 7 to 8 p.m. This is the Only in Miami show.